1: not with books. They stick around. They look beautiful. I like how they kind of slowly open up and become even more beautiful as they sit on your, you know, wherever absolutely you
0: because they're that fresh. So go to books.com and use promo code hysteria for 25% off. That's dot S.com promo code hysteria books, promo code hysteria. Hello and welcome to Hysteria. I'm Erin Ryan. And I'm Alyssa Mastromonaco. Alyssa, I have a question for you. Erin, I love our questions. If
1: we had like a SpaceX, like Elon Musk rocket, mm-hmm. how, how many pollsters do you think we could fit on it in order to blast them into the sun?
0: Are we naming names here or just yeah, looking I think for we numbers? Could, we could just name Nates. We could, Nates. Name, we could just send name the Nates. Nates to uninhabitable planets, please. I'd be happy to send them first class. They can all go. The polling was gar- we Can we just say it's like garbage? Gar- it's tarot criminally cards. Criminally
1: garbage. It is criminally gar- It's tarot cards for poli sci
0: majors, and we need to stop doing it. It is no bueno. That we will never discuss polling on Hysteria ever again. Never
2: again.
1: A 100% of respondents to this Hysteria survey have said that they no longer want any polls. Okay. Can Let's we g- just say,
0: fuck that Nate? Fuck those Nates? All the Nates? Fuck those
1: Nates. Nates. Fuck the Nates. Oh, my God. Okay. On this episode, we have a really special group of people because it's a post-election episode, so it's kind of all hands on deck. We have Megan Gailey, we have Naomi Paragon, we have Grace Para, and we're going to tackle the following questions. What just happened? What is happening? Who are you people? What is wrong with you? All this and more right now. Okay, um, I'm going to introduce them properly now that we have everybody in the same place, but um, our all-star panel today. First, she's a writer, actor, and Texan with a grudge. It's Grace Para. Your
3: spicy little pepper. It's reporting nervous, live. Nervous little pepper. <laughs> nervous little pepper. You're not so nervous <laughs> right now, though. I'll be honest. This nervous little pepper has turned uh, turned less
1: anxious right now. Yeah, it's a real roller coaster through hell. It is. Today. It is.
3: Um, well, I'm excited to get into it, guys. We got to talk Texas. We got to talk Latinos. We got to talk. Uh, uh, meth and uh, cocaine being okay now
1: in uh, oh, Oregon. The drugs. Oregon. <laughs> so much to
2: discuss. <laughs> Oregon is
1: now our Portugal. I cannot wait. Uh, second, she is a comedian and co host of the Couples Therapy podcast, and she is ever so weary, Naomi Ekparagon.
4: Well, hello. <laughs> Honey, I mean, we're doing our best. <laughs> we're doing our best. I'm at the end. I'm <laughs> at the end. Who sings that song, Wake Me Up, when November Green Day. ends? Green yep, Day. that's it. That's me right now, Billy Joel Osmond. Who is he? Oh, God. I can't he's keep a, anything He's a straight.
1: Generation X aging punker guy who uh-huh, still uh-huh. probably wears hoodies to church if he does go to church. <laughs> um, third. She is making the best of her pandemic by hosting a YouTube show in her backyard called "Bubble Machine." It's Megan Gailey. Thanks for not saying Indiana.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well That's, I was gonna, uh,
5: you know, when you're the first one on the board for a while, it
2: hurts. Just go, oh
5: my God, look at that red state where I got my period. Uh, <laughs> it's It's a tough one. It's, but, shape, but it's feeling shaped feeling a little I'm like a pad,
1: good. too. Like, Indiana's shaped kind of like a panty liner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. And you know what? The fact that it's got that part that kind of goes, sometimes the blood does move weird. You almost do need <laughs> a little kick out of <laughs> <end. laughs>
1: Oh, my oh, that's God. Evansville, I think. Um, so, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> little Indiana joke for those of us who have driven through that state that is, I think, isn't the logo of it like Crossroads of America? Which Heartland basically, crossroads, yeah. Yeah, which basically implies you'll pass through here on your way to somewhere else. Yeah,
5: <laughs> keep it moving.
1: <laughs> keep going. You don't need to be here. Um, okay, so you can probably hear the relief in our voices. If we had been recording this at our normal time of recording, which is in the morning on Wednesdays, you would have heard fear and probably me still being drunk in my <laughs> voice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But things have taken a little bit of a, a turn on Wednesday. So on Tuesday, everybody cast their... Well, on Tuesday, it was the last day for people to cast their ballots, and the ballot tabulation started. And um, around, what, 7 p.m. Eastern, we started getting results in. And the first results we got, like they always are, were bad for Democrats. We had a big red pad of Indiana up on the map, Kentucky... (laughs) Uh, Florida wasn't going our way. Miami-Dade County immediately was like, everybody was freaking out. John King was declaring our terror exciting to him. Uh, huh. It wasn't uh, wasn't looking very good. And by the time everybody kind of called it a night, there was a lot of stuff that was still up in the air. But here's where we are right now. Uh, Joe Biden just got done speaking. It wasn't a victory speech, but it was everything but a victory speech because it seems like there are very few ways that Joe Biden doesn't win at this point. Um, Michigan has been called for Joe Biden. Wisconsin has been called for Joe Biden. Alyssa and I are wearing our Wisconsin shirts. Um, A 20,000 vote uh, margin in Wisconsin, which is pretty thin, but Wisconsin historically, yeah, Wisconsin historically, though, like recounts don't really change much. Even Scott Walker. Even Scott, (laughs)
0: he said. Scott
1: Walker was like, yeah, you can recount the votes, but uh, it's probably going to be the same and you know it's funny because scott walker is is wisconsin's dumbest bitch and i guess <laughs>
2: uh, uh, even wow. a broken hope
1: uh, a broken yeah home. i'd
5: honestly it's like why don't we just have Giannis tell us the news and scott <laughs> everything out forever
1: yeah exactly um arizona is still up in the air fox news has called it a couple people have called it um but it looks like Biden is going to win Arizona. He is uh, Michigan, like I said, he's he's winning. Uh, Trump supporters were swarming courthouses trying to get them to stop counting ballots, which is a strange move because if they had stopped counting ballots, uh, Biden wouldn't have won Michigan. It was some real like four-dimensional chess going on there. Um, they're still counting in Pennsylvania where Biden is behind, but they're counting absentee and mail-in ballots. They count those last in Pennsylvania, and those have broken three to one. Three to one for Biden, and it looks like people expect Joe Biden to win Pennsylvania as well. Um, Nevada also looks like uh, we're going to find out about Nevada at the end of Wednesday. Um, He's close, and there is a chance that by the time you're hearing this, it will be official that Joe Biden has won the 270 electoral votes to be declared the next president. Um, Yeah. I mean, I feel like clapping and crying at the same time, because this was not... (laughs) This was not fucking fun. Um, Alyssa, there was other stuff going on besides the presidential Less
0: awesome stuff.
1: Yes. So can you kind of walk us
0: through what else happened last night? So the predictions and polls telling us that we were not just going to take the Senate, we being Democrats, not just take it. But it would just be by how much. How much were we going to take the Senate? And the House? Well, according to pollsters, we were going to pick up at least 15 to 20 seats.
2: <laughs> no. No, that's
0: not what happened, you guys. That is not what happened. And up until I started my sidecar about an hour ago, I was not e- I was not feeling upbeat about anything because I was actually like tragically disappointed about that. Mm-hmm. But let's go through a little bit of where we are, including specifically some of our favorite hysteria guests who have been on over the course of this election i'm gonna start with the one that hurts the most sarah gideon in maine has conceded to susan collins may her founding chamber have a velvet rope on it now i guess i don't know but sarah gideon and you know it's very interesting i don't know if you guys were deep in the weeds on this one but maine actually has ranked choice so the mm-hmm. person who mm-hmm. was the third party actually had told people to write in Sarah Gideon, not her, as the second choice, in the in hopes that in the second round uh, Sarah Gideon could have performed. Not the case. She's conceited. So there's that.
4: Uh, this is where Stephen King gets his horror. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is why I'm not surprised. This is where the evil lies. We all float down here. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going, Lissy. We don't worry. I'll
0: <laughs> keep going, Naomi. Uh, good news. Wisconsin for Gwen Moore, has won re-election. Yes. Michigan, our girl Mari Manoogian, who was on last week, has yes. been declared the winner. Yes. In the yes. Race. Yes. Gary Peters has pulled ahead uh, for yes. the Senate race. But he is only ahead by a couple votes, so we have to watch that. Alabama, Doug Jones, who took really fucking hard votes for us, has lost his mm-hmm. seat in the U.S. Senate. To, Iowa. A medi-
1: to a mediocre college football coach, Doug yeah, Jones. Mediocre, <laughs> Doug Jones, who as a civil rights lawyer prosecuted the guys who bombed the church where those four little girls died. He yeah. was the prosecutor on that. He is a fucking American hero. Mm-hmm. He lost to a mediocre Auburn coach. What yeah. the fuck?
2: Yeah.
1: Alabama.
3: Tommy Tuberville is not even a real name by the way. That's a mm-hmm. name you write into a comedy It's a
0: cartoon. <laughs> yes. It's a cartoon right. name. Yes. It's totally a villain.
1: I feel like when you become a southern football coach, you get assigned a southern football coach name. Mm-hmm. Like, every yes, I, like every time you do Like every time I'm watching like Netflix, it says skip intro is an option. I think skip intro would be a good uh-huh. college mm-hmm. southern. Yeah. College yeah. football you yeah.
5: It's the only place where you'll meet so many dabos, uh, which is quite strange.
0: (laughs) This Iowa, very disappointing. Pollsters were telling us, you're crazy. Iowa's going to go blue. Everyone made fun of Ann Seltzer's poll, saying... Girl is an outlier. Girl was not an outlier. Teresa Greenfield got clobbered. Joni Ernst is going back to the Senate. Uh, Our friend of hysteria, Abby Finkenauer, was also defeated. Uh, mm-hmm. Brutal. South Carolina, Lindsey Graham goes back to the Senate despite what? all, I'm all done. Wrong. I'm of done. The, the emails. Team. I'm done. And everything.
4: Saying like that people don't want to live. I'm sorry, Alyssa. Go <laughs> ahead.
0: No, it's—look, the thing that we have to talk about, maybe not today, but at some point, is that I don't know if any Senate race has ever had more money poured into it. It didn't fucking matter. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Kelly, it looks like in Arizona we had reverse coattails here, you guys, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Mark Kelly is overperforming. Uh, He's doing better, actually, than Joe Biden, so it looks like mm-hmm. he may have actually helped— pull Joe Biden across the finish line okay. in Arizona. That's good news. Oh, also, uh, and he, yeah,
5: the fun thing is too, he kind of rode his wife's coattails. I mean, a in a way, but
3: still, you know, it's well, like
5: a coattail,
1: coattail. He also rode the coattails we'll of the, the spaceships that he's flown yes, around in right? as an astronaut. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Mark
3: Kelly <laughs> is wearing a Billy Porter type of co-
4: coattail where yeah. there's just like four <laughs> yeah, yeah, or five yeah. different <laughs> levels going yes. on. Joseph right. and the Technicolor Dream Coattail. Yes. yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. Oh. That's it. Um, also, history was made in that race in Arizona. Martha McSally becomes the first person to ever lose both Senate seats in her state. So now Arizona, bitch. I know buy <laughs> the heartiest to yeah. buy bitches to Martha McSally, uh, I will be eating an extra meal today in celebration <laughs> of her losing that second Senate seat. She
0: fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to enjoy a frozen pizza with her name on it. <laughs> um, Kentucky, Amy McGrath. Does not even stand a chance against Mitch McConnell. He has come back with bigger. What? What? Texas,
4: yes. Yeah. Why would somebody look at a Crip Keeper and say, yes, (laughs) four more years? This is what I don't understand. Not that Amy is dope, and that's the next thing. These establishment hoes ain't dope. I've become weary and a rapper. These establishment hoes ain't dope. These are my fleece furs.
0: You're a little bit like Rapper Meets Grey Gardens, but we can get to that
4: I've never been so seen. I've never been so seen.
0: And I, that was not a criticism.
4: No, Um, no, I, I didn't take it as such.
0: Texas 24, (laughs) Candace Valenzuela is currently trailing her opponent. It does not look like she's going to pull it out, but we don't know. The squad has been triumphantly Mm -hmm. re-elected. Every single member of the squad got over 64%. Uh, Pramila Jaipal, Karen Bass, also friends of Hysteria, win their re-election. Christy Smith running in California 25. She is leading. This is Katie Hill's old seat. Uh mm-hmm. she has a slight mm-hmm. lead. We're waiting for that race to be called. And uh Desiree Timms and Marquita Bradshaw in Ohio and Tennessee, who we gave a shout Marquita. out to last week. I love
2: her.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. They did not uh they did not see victory, but you know, the more that people run, it's just nothing but a good thing. Mm -hmm. And you guys, Sarah McBride of Delaware becomes the first transgender state senator in U.S. history. And that is basically our synopsis of, like, the Hysteria 25.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. Oh, man.
0: Um, I have to, before we get into,
1: like, the feelings part of the show, because right now we're just kind of talking about the facts part. um, And, and, you know, facts do actually care about your feelings because you see your facts through your feelings. Um, I came across a pretty disturbing thing today. Uh, you know how during <laughs> the, during the uh, during the whole like run up to the election, there was this media narrative that was like white women are abandoning Trump, suburban mm-hmm. women abandoning Trump. They're they're forming wine clubs. They're mm-hmm. they're, they're like Panera, yeah, Panera they're, moms. They're gathering in Panera <laughs> fire pits. They are are they're they're picking pelotoning together. They're pelotoning <laughs> in opposition to fascism. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. No. no, absolutely no. not. They're not. No, no. But- The percentage of white women who voted for Donald Trump in the year 2016 was 53%. The percentage yes. of white women who voted for Donald Trump in 2020 was 55%. Yes. Now, uh, uh, three of us here are white. Um, very, very white.
5: Very uh, actually, yes.
4: that is accurate. Very. I good. don't
5: even. I'm not even doing Ancestry.com.
4: I know. <laughs> Those results are in. <laughs> they just send you back a saltine cracker. And say, Get,
1: out of here. Get out of here. I got a jar they of send ma- you back an Ann Taylor gift card and say, call I it a know day. Know what? It's so funny because I got a little Tupperware thing of potato salad that was unseasoned. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, saw you. Yeah, it's okay. So, Naomi, I don't want to put you totally on the spot, but, like, is this result surprising to you?
4: Absolutely not. Because... (laughs) Because I do think there has been this narrative, you know, in the Becky and the karen culturally. I think there has now been this community sense among white women of a certain age that they are prosecuted. I mean, persecuted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wish we they were prosecuted. Wish! We- <laughs> but persecuted. Feeling like, you know, people are, people are mad at us. Life's not fair. I don't get to be angry. I think a lot of it is also warped feminism. Mm-hmm. Women, you know, this sense of like... Because I think so many times people will take... uh being mean and bossy and then being... And then someone being upset with that is like, you can't stand a woman in charge. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I can't stand an asshole. And it's like, <laughs> so, I th- and I think that, I think those are just kind of some certain cultural things mm-hmm. that I think have led to people, uh, has really gotten women behind Trump. Also, there's something Alyssa said last time I was, on, I was on the show, back when I wore clothes and cared. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa, you were saying like, there are so many people who vote for, who are voting for Trump who don't want to say it. And mm-hmm. I think white women are that group. Mm-hmm. They To me, the people who were going to vote for him but kept it silent, those were women of a certain age.
3: Can I Can mm-hmm. I just say, To I agree with all that. And I, I also want to say, so though, much. you're welcome, lady, you're welcome. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to take for white women, though. It's like, bitch, we gave you a white woman last time. We gave mm-hmm. you a hot black dude before that. Yep. We gave you an established white dude who had all the experience in the world this time. Yep. What's it going to take? What do you I need know. from us, from the Democratic Party, to give you somebody who you're going to like? I don't know.
1: I don't know what white women respond to, except Trump, I guess. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying this having uh, been—I'm from a a part of a state that did vote vote blue this time and has in the past voted blue, but does—my little corner of the state is a little—it's a little rash of racism. It's a red area. And uh, I think that if you spend any time in the middle of the country around women who vote for Trump— one thing that is obvious very very early is that hey they have very bad taste in men. Like, have you seen yes. their, their husbands? They yes. are bad husband country pre- prevents <laughs> <laughs> prevents sensible voting. I mean, you think even about like these two men as human beings. Like Donald Trump is a thrice married philanderer with five kids that we know about publicly, and <laughs> one kid that is like a not so secret kid that is like fodder for gossip in West Palm Beach. Um, oh, yeah. Alyssa <laughs> knows. <laughs> Alyssa knows. Um, and, and like, you know, Joe Biden is a dedicated husband, a dedicated family man. He was first foreign, like, sworn into the Senate at the bedside of his son who had just been in a car accident, you know, and he and Jill are clearly so in love. I don't understand why white women are like, I want that asshole. Like, is it, I I could change him? Like, what do you think it is, Megan?
5: I, God, and like, this one really, it it truly baffles me. I I was not expecting it. And so then I also feel naive and stupid because I see so many women of color saying, of course, this is what was going to happen. And I think in 2016, it was really easy to go, oh, they listened to their husbands and they voted that way. But now they've seen and- And I don't think there's anything that you can point to, but it being just sort of systematic, ingrained racism. Mm -hmm. I I think that's it.
4: Misogyny. And also, you know, I think it's just so the thing about I feel like as us as a country, when I look at other nations that have, you know, actually had revolutions and coups and like gotten together there doesn't seem to be a sense of America as a community, a family, you know, a, you know, one nation under God, indivisible. This shit is divisible as hell, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it feels like I think women, because what, what I would love to know about that 55% is the economic breakdown the same. Mm-hmm. And education. Others, well, okay, yes. Yeah, but even economics, and you know you don't need a yeah. degree. Some of these, it's like, you work in heating and cooling? How do you oh, have five oh, homes? <laughs> you know? Of course, of course. But, <laughs> you own a car like, dealership? Exactly, but it have been, but I think I guess I say that to say you know I think a, a white woman of a certain economic bracket feels like they ain't got to think about anybody else, and I think mm-hmm. a big part of a lot of this election in particular, this needed this is a team effort. This is not necessarily about us individually. Even all of us sitting here talking, even mm-hmm. like Grace and I as two women of color, we're doing fine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and even so, it's like. This is about help like we need to just get out of a burning building right now mm-hmm, as a nation mm-hmm. and yeah. i think these women who were like i'm by the pool i don't feel the fire yeah right and i think that's what it was yeah i think you can also
5: unfortunately because i thought you were going to say the other end of the economic bracket oh, okay. i think when you get down to the lower half there's also people saying why am i in this situation uh-huh. Uh-huh. And yes. so, and Trump speaks to that in a very yes. fucked up way, but mm-hmm. he's like, You've been wronged, and I'm going to unwrong it for you. Everyone's coming for you. And so, you really only kind of have this middle section of white
4: women to target then. Mm-hmm. But why did they come and help Lizzie? Like, when Lizzie Warren was out here being like, We're going to give you childcare, we're going to help yep. you, like, work, she was speaking to that. She was speaking at that level as well, and they were like, then they "No, just thank don't, you." They, they don't like it from a woman. I mean, then you're
5: mm-hmm. seeing it's this, it's this true, like chicken or the egg, but shit fest of like, okay, we'll give it to you, but you don't like the packaging. Yeah. And we'll give you the packaging, but you don't like the message. And so yeah. there is no perfect candidate. We got to stop searching for them. And in some ways it's like, listen, we got to maybe leave some Megans behind. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> What Megan is talking about right now, I think is, is very interesting and actually a cue that I think that white women are in some ways taking from the Latinos. And I'll, I'll tell you mm-hmm. my, my train yeah. of logic here. One reason that I'm, I'm trying to piece together what's happening with Latinos, obviously. And, and the biggest thing, we're not a monolith. We can't be treated as such. That's my big takeaway. Mm-hmm. You know, Cubans in Miami are very different from Mexican-American spicy peppers like myself, Grace Parra living in California. Spicy <laughs> peppers. Um, <diverse>. Totally, <laughs> totally different people. We can't be looped into the same category. But one thing that is um, dominant, I think, in a lot of Latinos, whether you are first, second generation, whether you were born here, whether you migrated yep. here, is a sense of machismo, Coming from Mm -hmm. cultures where machismo reigns, and that bleeds into people's belief within the Latino community that there's some comfort in seeing a man in charge. Mm -hmm. And that seeing a white man in charge is particularly comfortable. And I think that both Latinos, men, and Latinas, women, have in some demographics in this country, some some parts of the country felt like they identify Trump as a vestige of masculinity that makes them mm-hmm. feel comfortable. And mm-hmm. I think that white women can relate mm-hmm. to that. I think yeah. they mm-hmm. see Trump as a vestige yeah. of masculinity. Trump is not... I'm sorry, Biden is not... He's charming in some ways. He's not like when you think, you know, who's the most masculine dude around? Who's got the most testosterone in D.C.? I don't think anybody thinks of, of Biden uh, in that way. And I think that's a positive, by the way. I'm not trying to get like a, you know, WWE fucking pumped up Reuter in, in
1: office. <laughs> Jesse, but- Ventura. <laughs> <Right>. Jesse Ventura. <laughs> that happens. That but has- some Min- people- Minnesota picked that guy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But I think that some people, and I really, we're seeing this in the Latino demographic. We're seeing it with white women too. They really like that. There's a there's a level of comfort that that image brings them.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. But that being said, Grace, okay, I'm looking at that same chart that that gave me that disturbing piece of information on white women. And again, mm-hmm. you know, I live in a I live in a coastal bubble. Everyone, I, I if I had somebody in any circles. That was saying anything pro Trumpy, Trumpy. They would just not simply not be my friends anymore. So oh, it's I'm like nice a, it's like a self-selecting bubble. So I have very little awareness of like white women who like Donald Trump. Um, but if I if you take a look at the breakdown of the way Latino men and women voted, Latino women broke hard. For Biden, seventy mm-hmm. percent for Biden, and Latino men also broke for Biden too. They it was a little bit closer. It was like thirty six percent voted Trump and sixty one percent voted. So
3: that Biden. comes from that's an age thing because mm-hmm. one of the big differences we're seeing this election and what 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 I think the numbers are still going to show in the states that haven't been called yet is how many young first yep. time Latinx voters mm-hmm. there are, mm-hmm. and the yeah. younger a voter is, the more likely they are to support Biden. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think like the average age of of Latin American voters in California was like 36. Like Mm -hmm. very, very young. I mean, we're seeing that in a lot of states too. Well, as you know, white, I'd be be very curious what the average age of the white women in Florida is, but it's got to be like 50 something, 60 something. It's a difference.
5: It's only a discount. Yeah, I think there's young white women coming Mm -hmm. into the Republican Party, though, in a way that is not happening in in the
4: Latinx community. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. other communities, period, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Tommy Lawrence, Tommy, Tommy. Yeah, the Tommy. (laughs) Although, I mean, like I'm saying, though, they're, like, creating that community of young women who are, like, I'm Mm -hmm. a real woman. Yeah. Oh,
5: and, 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 and are also like, <laughs> I don't care if a, a man grabs my, pit, you know, like just this yeah, like, exactly, a wild, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, or, or, I mean, there's white women who had abortions who vote Republican because they know that they would have been fine if abortions are illegal, you know, uh-huh, because uh-huh. they have the means to get, it uh-huh. does, it's something that truly, and so that's the group Naomi's talking about. And then the, the group I've been talking about, I I don't, I don't. I don't Ooh, I don't know. I'm talking about Indiana.
4: I mean, yeah. I, I think that's why I'm. That's why I'm so you know wrapped in fleece finery right now because <laughs> I know that things are looking pretty dang good. But I was never going to be happy, and I felt this way in 2016. I said, unless it's a blowout, we ain't getting out of this unscathed. Mm-hmm. And because he is, he's mm-hmm. always been good at laying the foundation of things being fraudulent, things mm-hmm. being taken. That I was like he just setting this up to be drama. And that's mm-hmm. why I said, wake me up in January. Yeah. Because, just because of that is what, you know, that is what his personality is. And I think I'm still just so disappointed that it is so close, even in places that tend to, quote, be read. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, this man has spent four years showing us who he was for real. Like mm-hmm. today, at the time we're recording, we are officially the United States out of the Paris Accord? Is it called the Accord? Correct, the yeah. <laughs> the, And it's yeah. like... It's like, honey, I don't wanna melt. Plus yeah. that, California is always on fire and now we out of the damn climate agreement. What the right, hell man. kind of sense that make? Texas, <laughs> you wanna be out of the climate agreement? Arizona, you wanna be out of the climate agreement? <laughs>
1: Florida was my most interesting case there, because it's like, oh, Miami-Dade, you are going to be underwater by 2030. And Literally gonna going to float away. Yep. Where mm-hmm. are you going to live? Your condo's not going to be there anymore. A um, couple more bright spots, though, um, yes, in addition yes. to... Give it to me. Give it to me. Stuff. Cori Bush, who is yeah. a... First- yes. 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 She is the first black woman elected to Congress from Missouri. She's, she's going. And, like, every single photo of her, I see... Like, her, like, professional headshot, I'm like, this lady is going to really get some shit done. Wreck people. She is really going to get some shit done because she's she's fearless and what she has to say is important. And I can't wait for the, like, moldy old guys, like the Ted Yoho's, to be faced with, like, having to listen to and respect Cori Bush as a colleague because she is now Congresswoman Cory mm-hmm. Bush, which is amazing. Mm-hmm.
3: I love it. Colorado
1: has uh, oh, yeah. been on a, a winning streak. It's moving up mm-hmm. the list of America's best states. They defeated a proposition to ban abortion after 22 weeks. In every state where ballot measures asked Americans to reconsider drug. Issues, voters sided with reform. So, marijuana, (laughs) recreational marijuana, has been legalized in four states. Medical marijuana in two states. Oregon decriminalized all drugs.
3: Can we just talk about that for a second? Even I was like, Really, I'm like, I, I guess I could just carry around my meth. But, like, <laughs> uh, don't
4: you kind of want to say, do it, and we'll watch. <laughs> but, yeah. but like, keep us, Please keep us posted. But here's my <laughs> thing, though. Oregon is so wild, given everything that's been going on there, that I'm very surprised. Because here's the thing, right? So it's de- it's been decriminalized to have small amounts. Mm-hmm. But if you sell it, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right? Like if you have over a certain amount, it's still gonna be that. I just thought like Oregon was like we would like to have a race war. So I can't believe they decided to decriminalize something that so disproportionately affects POC. Yeah.
5: I think we I'm saw serious. that there's I think we saw there's more liberals in Oregon than there are, you know, like I think what we were seeing in Portland. Is not representative. Like I think mm-hmm. the the people out there peacefully protesting is, but the violence. Right, they don't right, right. think it. You know, it's like the precinct burning down in Minneapolis. Well, the right yeah. did that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They they create so they their their bark is bigger than their bite.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And there's,
5: what am I
0: sure?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like a, there's like, some what? there's some historical precedent to say that this is actually something that could. Be good for people. Um, like when they did it in Portugal, it turned
0: out everything turned out fine. Like Mm -hmm. guys, I would just like to report that Gary Peters has gone from being one thousand votes ahead in Michigan to fourteen thousand votes ahead in Michigan. (laughs) You knew you knew I was podcasting downstairs so I could watch the television while we did (laughs) it.
1: Yeah, totally. Gary Peters is one of the few men that we would allow to interview on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's uh-huh, first uh-huh. Cool, talked about an abortion. I mean, first, yeah, first senator it, to ever talk about his personal experience with abortion. So wow. he, he's with us. He can yeah. he can come hang every, anytime he wants. Um, I love it. Another thing about the drug thing. So in addition to the fact that the drug war has disproportionately impacted communities of color, um, in a way that I feel almost warrants reparations. Like, uh-huh. the generations of harm that have been done. Like, uh, we we not only need to be letting these people out of jail, we need to be paying them money so that they can get their lives back on track because it was fucked up. I also think once recreational marijuana has been legalized in your state, you are never going to be a Republican state again. Once everybody oh. can just have access to that <laughs> to that level of chillness, you're going to be like... Oh, okay. Like, in Wisconsin, for example, so many alcoholics, everyone's so drunk and angry. If they just legalized marijuana, people would be like, oh, this is an alternative. It doesn't make... It's very
0: true, and no calories. Exactly. (laughs) I mean... Well... The... The... (laughs) There are different strains for different things, Megan Gailey. I know, but. I can give you the no weed, the no munchies strain, no problem. Um, (laughs)
5: Honestly,
1: honestly, I don't even want it. Other good stuff. Other good stuff that happened. Progressives flipped the Michigan State Supreme Court. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's great. Guys, Michigan politics getting super interesting. It's Mm -hmm. becoming a little bit of a Petri dish for like. Who adopted that state? What Melissa
2: uh,
1: <laughs> Love it, love it. Um Oklahoma elected a non-binary black Muslim millennial. Oh,
4: Not i no. like what? What it's like what? They're like new safe spaces. I think we need to like change up the green book from the have- and be like, can Oklahoma- I go?
5: Have you you been to Oklahoma, Naomi, to do
4: comedy? Did I do a comedy festival there? Maybe. Yeah, Tulsa, One time. Big Whale. Like, Tulsa, I, yes, I did that. Yes, yes. see?
1: What? You forgot,
5: you know? I that's did. how.
4: That's how shocking this is. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Pro- uh, California approved Prop 17, which allows parolees to vote, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington go. Referendum 20 was approved, which supports allowing uh, Senate Bill... Fifty three ninety five to take effect, which would require public schools to provide comprehensive sexual health education for, for all students, and requiring students to be excused if requested by their parents. Gross. That is a huge win, though. Like, a yeah. huge mm-hmm, win. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan's eighth, Aly- Alyssa Slotkin, won re-election, and New Mexico, which I have said over and over is America's best state, uh, has become the first state. To elect an all women of color delegation to Congress. That Every- is so what? dope. Every single Congressperson from New Mexico is a woman of color. That boom uh, is awesome. Their I governor is also it. a woman of color. It's a it's it's fucking great. Um, so that's like good news. There there have been a lot of bummers. Like we wanted the Senate. We wanted to not have last night be so close. Um, so let's take a quick break and talk a little bit more about like the kind of what the fuck of all of this and the who are you people of all of this Mm -hmm. um but before we do that i'm going to let you hear some commercials Okay, We are back. We have the same group we had before the break, and I couldn't be more excited because I don't want to talk about this with any other group of women, except maybe if we had every other Hysteria co-host on here, but then it would be chaos and nobody would want to hear that. (laughs) So this is the ideal group of people to talk about this ideal and weird subject Um, because, you know, yesterday or on Tuesday, the election happened, the most important election in our lifetimes, and because so much of it was done... Via absentee, there was us. There's so much like neuroticism about how everything could go wrong in advance. Um, we all had expectations going into the night. Um, I would. I think it's fair to say that none of our expectations were met exactly. Coming out of the night, like none, none, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Alyssa, I'm going to start with you. Like, what did you think was going to happen going into um, election day? And uh, what were like your biggest, uh, like what was your kind of emotional journey through the night of getting election returns?
0: So I mean, Erin, look for like how many months have we been talking about this? We've had awesome women on this show. We have seen like non-traditional in quotes candidates like surging. The pollsters, those motherfuckers. We were like, can I tell you? This is not a perfect example but kind of. So it's like, what happened during Hurricane Katrina was a fucking atrocity. And if it had ever happened again it would have been like 10 times the atrocity because people should have fucking learned lessons from the first time, right? Like, oh, guess what? You know, fucking reinforce the levies. Get the pollsters to like double check their numbers. If I never hear the word fucking cross tab ever again, it will be too soon. Like Mm -hmm. there is no value in garbage polls. Yes. And like when I saw the Ann Seltzer poll out of Iowa that said... Iowa was looking way more red, way, way, way more red than people were saying. And everyone was like, pat pat Ann on the head, one of the most respected pollsters in America. Pat her on the head because she can't be right. Well, I was like, oh, my God, I believed her. What, like, oh, my God. (laughs) And so, you know, yesterday I woke up and, I mean, let's just say a couple things out loud. For people who are very progressive – um, Joe Biden was probably not their number one pick. I feel that specifically the progressive community fucking sacked up. Like Thank you. They, yes. yes they we did. They rallied. They were the yes. hardest organizers yes. on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. if you look on Twitter, people who were diehard Bernie bros couldn't have worked their hearts yep. out more for Joe Biden. Thank and you. And so the thing that did make the results of today so sad— So sad. Not that, I mean, it looks like Joe Biden's going to win and that's awesome. But it looks like the people who really sort of like sacrificed the most, Mm -hmm. you know, who were like, this isn't what I believe. And it's not what I'm for, but I fucking get the soul of America. And like, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, like. We'll find out someday exactly which white women, but that, you know, people really fucking let us down. The pollsters let us Mm -hmm. down. People who we thought finally got the message. It is one thing to have supported Donald Trump four years ago. It is an entirely different thing to support him now when you see, is it the stock market? Like, I can't even tell what the fucking stock market responds Mm -hmm. to, by the way. Like, oh, 200,000 people have died. Stock market goes up. Like, what the fuck are they (laughs) responding to? Mm -hmm. So... I really, um, I have to be honest, I like went to bed pretty early last night because I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Nothing's, like this is my thing about people on Twitter. Anyone who thought they were like materially impactful last night is hilarious. And I was like, (laughs) there is nothing about me that's going to change anything right now. And there is no like vapid commentary I can offer right now that's going to mean anything. So I'm just going to tap out like 1.30 in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> After I fell asleep on the couch between ten and eleven, I'm like, I'm gonna check back in tomorrow morning, and so I am very glad that I think that Joe Biden it looks you know very much like Joe Biden will in fact win. Though there are still six hundred thousand votes outstanding in Arizona, which is a lot more than I originally thought. Um, it is a big problem for mm-hmm. us that this that the House will likely lose the margin of majority that it had for Democrats and that Republicans will probably strongly, bigly, can, you know, control the Senate. It will Mm -hmm. really impact what Biden is able to get done. Um, Mm -hmm. And also something that makes me sad, which I'm working through, and I'm so glad I'm with you guys because I'm like 10 times better off than I was two hours ago alone (laughs) here in the House. But, you know, I was looking forward to some very exciting cabinet secretaries. I would love for Elizabeth Warren to be the Treasury Mm -hmm. Secretary, Without a massive Senate majority for Democrats, it's pretty easy for people who are scared of Elizabeth Warren to be like, no, but the Senate, and she's going to have a Republican, a governor, appoint her replacement. Mm -hmm. So those Mm -hmm. things all disappointed me. However... We are still a thousand times better off, Mm -hmm. absolutely, with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris than Mm -hmm. Donald Trump. But it was, in fact, a very – thank you for letting me do my therapy. It was (laughs) a real roller coaster for me. Mm -hmm. I was, like, very, very down. I was down. I was bummed. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grace, how about you? What was your
1: night like, and and how are you feeling about everything
3: Uh, well, first of all, Alyssa, thank you for sharing all that. I love it. I love this so much. This is the best thing in the world, guys. I hope it's, I know it's fun for, for our listeners, but it is so fun for us as hosts too, to get to to do this together, to confab. Um, I have to say regarding polls, uh, to the Nates, just because your name rhymes with great doesn't mean you are.
1: No, hate. And it also rhymes with hate. Hate.
3: It hate. also rhymes with hate. So uh, I, was, I was very disappointed in the polling element of things. Um, I, uh, you know, the biggest disappointment to me, and there's a lot, there's a lot of disappointments. Um, I just can't believe how much money has been spent
2: hmm
0: Definitely.
3: This whole process. I mean, and, and I don't know how many, what was Biden's total? Like, over a billion dollars raised, mm-hmm. certainly. I mean, I, I, from yeah. both sides of the aisle, so much money has been poured into this election. Uh, and, and a lot of goodwill has come with that, too. And I respect that. And the energy and the enthusiasm and the ambition and the excitement is all really necessary and important. But the fact that so many of us have had to give a lot, not even, not even us, we're okay, you know? But a lot of people gave a lot of money that they might not have necessarily had because mm-hmm. they were convinced- yeah. Yeah. During a pandemic, yep. and, and Amy it, McGrath. And it, Yes, yes. And it, it kills me that that had to happen in order for the results that we got, which have been razor thin, you know? Uh, yep. It's not like, hey, if you donate a, a $100 of your paycheck every month for the next a year, you're going to get the outcome that you want. And I know that that's not how, how campaigning works, but it just sucks that that much money has to be involved at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. that's what really angers me. And I don't know what to do about that going forward with the exception of, you know, the ambiguous campaign finance report, reform that we, we talk about frequently. Uh, I don't know what the path is to that and, and maybe maybe that's something we can talk about now or another episode but I, I really really want uh, a need for that to happen um, and you know social media is also the, the, the worst it was kind of engaging last night I was on throwing out some some tweets uh, I think I said something effective the only Cuban from Miami whose voice matters is Gloria Estef- uh, Stefan. Um, <laughs> that was
0: very funny thank you very much but also <laughs> I was like
3: Grace you're you can't say that about Cubans And but this is what <laughs> happens this is what happens <laughs> because I get so angry. I'm like, but I'm Mexican. I can make fun of other Latinos. But it's like, no, I shouldn't do that. So I have a lot of self-hatred too. Um, you know, it's always nice to, te- to, to text with friends and family. I was doing a lot of that yesterday. I, I'm sure my screen time on my phone has gone up by about six hours. Um, but I also slept okay. I mean, I'm confident that Biden will take over. And I have to agree with Alyssa that uh, it is a, a, a thousand times better for us to have President Biden in office than where we are now.
1: hmm hmm Naomi, uh, bring me on your journey.
4: Well, you know, as I, you know, I I did not go on social media yesterday at all um, because I knew kind of what you're saying, Alyssa. It's like, I don't want to just hear people's ideas. The internet on its best day is just very inflammatory and it's about the drama and it's like, you know, if you're not mad, you're not paying attention. It's like, like everything, right? And I pass and it all, on. Pass, pass it on.
3: <laughs> Why didn't say, you pass this on? <laughs> like,
4: so I was like, so I didn't. So I didn't do that. And I said, you know, just. But I, I am very, I am disappointed. But I will say this actually, you know, and, and I'm disappointed in so many things. But you know, growing up as a black person, racism doesn't surprise me. What I'm disappointed in is I'm disappointed in the Democrats. I'm disappointed in the fact that, you know, as you were just saying, like, Biden was never exciting. And, you know, it's not about being my friend. This is the thing. And when I say exciting, I don't care about you as a person. I'm I'm here for your platform and your policy. And if your platform is exciting, then I am excited. I don't need you to be, like, cool. In fact, I don't trust you if you're too relatable. <laughs> you're the president. <laughs> I, I, I hate it. Like, when people say, like, a president I can have a beer with, I don't want to have a beer with the president. The president should be busy. And the <laughs> president should use words that I don't understand. Like that should just be who you are. Anyway, like it and I feel like I was just very frustrated that, you know, there was such a, you know, such a a commitment to like moderation. You mm-hmm. know, it was, it was about it was about catering to and trying to grasp the white moderate. Mm-hmm. And that is very um depressing to me. It's very upsetting. I think it goes again, as you were saying, Grace, these razor thin margins, Mm -hmm. you know, you got to sometimes go hard and have some plans that are bold to get people to come out for you. Because I do understand that there are many people who feel like Politics, period, and certainly, you know, Democratic candidates, because there's always this assumption that certain groups will go Democrat. And I mm-hmm. think people are like, you know, reacting to that and they're resisting it and they're like, You don't y'all don't own me just because you're Democrats. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand why you would pick Trump. I would rather if people just wrote in your mom. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I would much rather just insane write-ins than picking Trump because that man has shown us that he don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. He's shown us he don't give a shit. So I don't understand how you can pick him. I really don't. But mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm very I'm sad, I'm tired. I'm just trying to get my last little bit of money before the race wars. Honey, I'm just trying to get my last bit of money. I'm trying to get some bunker money before the race wars. That's all I can hold on to. Um,
1: I feel like post Yesterday's election, the white women who didn't support Trump are going to be are going to feel so guilty about the rest of our demographic. We are <laughs> we are ripe to be asked for reparations. If anybody wants to come up and be like, hey, look. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This now is the time to approach I can you from Jars of jam. Yeah. Now, now is the time.
0: Z- Z-Way
5: asked me if I would give my Jetta to the cause and maybe now I need to. maybe this is maybe this is what I need to do I said I'd get my wedding dress but maybe I gotta get my jet
4: up too (laughs) well I said my thing I've been loving walking around in like the fancy neighborhood if I go north you know the big houses anytime I see a house with a Black Lives Matter sign I'm like can I just knock on the door and ask for the house <laughs> being like, hi, I see you've decided we matter. Can I have your property? Yeah. And just see, just see if I can just oh, get, boy. you know, 40 acres out of it. You know? You gotta, play, you gotta play to win. You gotta. It's a numbers game, Grace. <laughs> the, yeah, answer is,
1: the answer is never yes if you don't ask the question. So I yes. think that that is a total fair thing to do. Mm-hmm. Megan, what was your last night like? And um, was there anything that, like, particularly stuck out to you either positively or negatively on an emotional level?
5: I started very, very optimistic and that was a mistake now I realize, but I just couldn't, I, I just, I wasn't able to manage my expectations and, and that, and maybe that's just cause like I need this and I have therapy at 9am tomorrow and I'll get into that with her. But <laughs> I, I start and so then yeah I started to get really sad and demoralized and then there would be things that that popped up that were I, I'm still so happy with the amount of turnout with the amount of new mm-hmm. voters mm-hmm. I would kiss Stacey Abrams on the lips if I could you know like <laughs> there there are really bright amazing things that happened and then. I started, because I was on social media. I can't, I can't quit it. And (laughs) I I was shocked by how little COVID mattered. I found that to be truly... Truly baffling. um, Because to me, as as a progressive who Biden wasn't my first choice, that's 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 really I'm like, just get it under control and get the kids out of the fucking cages. That's like that is what we (laughs) need you to do. And then we will push and pull you if we can. And and we're going to try and do that. But those are like the, the two things. I was shocked by that and i also i feel for these people in red states and i know we have listeners that that do so much and always vote and always show up mm-hmm. and then we just shit on them and it's yeah. maybe because i'm sent you know i'm from a red state my parents show up every fucking time they never get upset they have tough conversations and then they don't even then the next day they go yeah, now we have these shitty people, and it, we'll figure it out. Like, I, I, I couldn't do that. I feel so lucky to live in a place that's just like, here's our 55 votes. No matter what, it's insane. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Ohio broke my heart. I fucked a lot of people from Ohio, okay? i <laughs>
2: <laughs> doing
5: the work that I could, and I couldn't get it done. But, uh, but I know pe- people from Cleveland, people from... Cincinnati people from all of these urban hubs and I think that's what we we have to the, the disconnect is, is rural and urban and these these urban cities that are in red states get so fucked and I just feel so so bad for them.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I mean I I got to say my my mood yesterday was sour. Um yes. I was uh immediately like unbelievably bitchy. Like, as soon as the results started coming in, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to be a bitch for four hours now. Because I is, was
0: a bitch. We were I'm, bitching on text. Horrible.
1: But we were not being bitches to each other. We were no, like, Never. I'm being a bitch. Well, I'm being a bitch, bitches. too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so here are my things from yesterday. And the main thing that, like, even though now it looks like Joe Biden is going to be the president... Uh, how the fuck was it this close? Yes. How yes, the f- yes, And yes. who are you people? Yeah. Who are you people? Like how am I sharing a country with you? Yeah. I don't know who you are. It's like do you remember when the show Fear Factor was on and it was yes. like one of and it was oh, one of Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yes, that's yes, how we got of the Joe Rogan. It experience. Rogan. <laughs> exactly. It was one of the most watched shows on TV but i did not know a single person who was like i got to get home to watch fear factor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i feel like that about like this country and the political ideology that people have like uh, who are you people i don't mm-hmm. i mean and this is going to sound really like you know whatever like as a white woman living on stolen land built by stolen labor <laughs> but Get the fuck out of my country. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you even in America if you don't want to live in a place where our leaders are held accountable and their responsibility is to protect us from enemies, both foreign and domestic? I don't really care if COVID came from China. Part of the president's job is to protect us from that. I don't give Mm -hmm. a shit whose fault it is. It's here. Protect us. Why are so many people like, he didn't do it, but that's totally okay, because... Democrats, that is unbelievable. Right. Second thing, um, I found it to be a little curious that Democrats, I mean, yes, we're in a pandemic, but like Democrats were so gung-ho about early voting, mm-hmm. knowing that what would happen yeah. is that votes in states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin that were cast early would be counted last, thus mm-hmm. giving the president an apparent lead on an election night, putting us in a position where some wacky courts could have really fucked with us if they had decided to err on the side of wackiness, which thankfully they haven't so far. Um, Another thing was watching the Returns was actual hell. It Mm
4: -hmm. is the least
1: fun thing. I Like Josh Mm -hmm. came home from a walk, Uh, with the dog and I was watching uh, The Simpsons reruns on Disney Plus. So I had my computer (laughs) open like looking at Twitter and like being on the group thread and like seeing the returns. And Josh was like, why are why are you watching Disney Plus right now? And I was like, because cable news is cancer. And then we turned it on to John King being like, this is why elections are fun. Oh, is it fun for you, white guy, <laughs> white guy, that, uh, white guy that makes at least six figures that has nothing at stake except maybe having to write a slightly bigger check to the government? Is this fun for you? Is this hard seven figures? This isn't hard seven for real. (laughs) This isn't fucking fun. This isn't fun. And I'm in a demographic that is among the least likely to suffer like bad consequences Mm -hmm. of these things. But like, I also try to be an empathetic person and I care a lot about what happens to people who are more disenfranchised than me. You know, I have a cousin who is trans. I care deeply about what happens to him and what his rights are. I have friends who are like uh, immigrants who are subject to all of these things. Like, this isn't fucking fun. This is not fun. Ban the word fun from your vo- from your vocabulary on election night. Um, another thing, we need to get rid of the electoral college. Well, it
4: honey, oh, Erin, yes. Erin, yeah. <laughs> if there was a hill I was going to die on today. It was those electoral college ho. For college, they the dumbest bitches. And I swear to God, the Electoral College, this is what I'm so over. Like, you know, it's like Second Amendment stuff, stuff where it's like about stuff from the founding of this country. I ain't you know why I don't George Washington's ass had wooden teeth. If you ain't lost, you don't get to make decisions. We up in here doing some shit that wooden teeth bitch said to do. Mm -hmm. And it makes no sense to me. There is no reason why we as a nation should be held hostage by Florida, by Minnesota, by Wisconsin, like every time. It's like Michigan I have family in Detroit I spent every summer there I tell you Detroit don't need more responsibility okay mm-hmm. there's enough going on in Michigan we don't <laughs> then need to put the weight of the whole damn country on Michigan and uh, it yeah. just we got to get rid of it how do we get rid of it that's how a great do we question get rid of it?
5: it's, I, it's i think that's why we wanted a little more cushion in the senate you know yeah, I mean, those were exactly. these were the things that that we wanted to do cuz yeah you watch it and you're like I, I, Also, I, and I know this is a stupid thing, but I'm like, can someone just thank California? I know we suck at a lot of things. 55 (laughs) is a lot. 55 is a lot. Take us to dinner. Woo us. Give us at least a fucking (laughs) goodie bag. I feel the same way about New York. Yeah. 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 And and New York too. Like, that is so many electoral votes that like, oh my, I can't believe we're just uh, Nevada. Like, are you?
2: (laughs) I want to yeah. I want a
5: ban, yeah. banner I want a well,
2: banner I want a banner The person banner.
1: who wins the the person who wins the most votes should win the election. We should do yes. like and, yes. I, and and it also is like the thing that drove me absolutely fucking nuts in 2016 and through now was Donald Trump talking about the forgotten man in a Ooh. rural, o- oh, oh really, oh really, bitch, Kansas. You have like eighteen times the representation per senator than somebody from somebody Thank from you. fucking California. No, you are not forgotten. You just have a completely unwarranted position of power. I to- wish
4: we could forget. I <laughs> wish we could forget these I, men.
1: You know, yesterday I I sent Tommy a message and I was like half joking, Tommy Vitor, and I said we should move the crooked media headquarters to Wyoming. We could flip the state.
2: <laughs> it, we could all
1: we could all own houses. We could own houses right. and have like little terres in LA or New York uh-huh, for us uh-huh. to come and visit. <laughs> but like, let's like let's go to these places. Like, it wouldn't take very much like urban coastal liberals to go fix it. I mean, um, I hate to
3: say it, but if California keeps uh, experiencing these
5: wildfires, we're gonna
3: have right. to move somewhere. So,
5: I, <laughs> but I. <sighs> Sorry, go ahead, I forgot. I just forgot something that I wanted to bring up, and it's about the language and the props. It's they're oh, they oh are, yeah, that's a good point. They Freaky. are purposely misleading yep. yeah. people. Yes. yes, and I know people that got tricked by the Prop Twenty Two yep. advertising and verbiage. Yep. And yeah, and it's not okay. It shouldn't be legal. It shouldn't no. be happening. It should have been like, do you want Uber and Lyft to have control yeah. of the entire state? Yes or no. And right. so that like, and these these are. These are, I guess they're not little things, but like these are the things that's like we gotta start focusing on this shit and cleaning it up because yes. yep. we're fucking ourselves now. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. And like, you guys, I just have to say, I have to apologize for all of my spicy, spicy language. I know it has just been, I've been I love bottom it. of the barrel, but my energy today <laughs> is like I'm just throwing out my, my F bombs and my bitch bombs. And for that, I'm sorry. But I do think I wonder how do you, you know, how do we get people to, what I did, the thing that was good, okay, silver lining, it was the level of engagement. People, yes. you know, young people, as you just, uh-huh. as we said, you know, especially the progressive people where it's like, I don't like Biden, but we got to get out of this burden building. Okay. Uh-huh. And so let's uh-huh. all do it. And people stepped up and young people and people who stood in line and uh-huh. people in the rain uh-huh. who did that. And when I see that, I'm like, okay, okay, great, great. There are people, there are people who care, but then it just feels like it's true. It's like, you can just buy you yeah. know, like Prop 22. It was like, all right, what was that, $180 million? Yeah. $200 million. And, and it's like,
5: well, we tried to buy Amy, Amy McGrath and Jamie Harrison with the same money. And it money, didn't work.
4: And How? we didn't buy right. it. Yeah. You can yeah. only buy props. But, but oh, I know the other thing, too, though. We're sitting here talking about these other states and moving, but I think this is a problem, too. You know, kind of what you're saying, Megan Gailey, too, where it's like there are people in all these states that want it what we want it. The, I think we also, we have a fundamental culture war. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't know how you fight a culture war, which is why then to me, the conversation then becomes about, that's why I'm like, okay, can we all agree that we should all have healthcare? Should we all mm-hmm. agree you shouldn't go broke to go to college? Should we all agree that, you know, there should be a living wage? Like, let's just agree on some of that baseline shit. Mm-hmm. Just baseline. Mm-hmm. baseline. And say like, we're all equal. This don't make you dumb. I'm not judging who you are. You know what I mean? Like, can we get some baseline? And I think once you get baseline, once bitches start getting free Lexapro, once hoes can go to college, <laughs> then we can get into the nitty gritties because yeah. now you know the difference, the wording of the props. They're can like, Is I, that can a- I three? Can I say Can I
3: say to this point though Naomi and you are so right to bring that up because of this big rift though this inability of us to even determine what these basic needs are that everybody should be afforded I don't know how this transition of power is going to go and that's what really scares me right now mm-hmm. because I do feel confident that Biden's going to win hopefully by the time you guys are listening we'll have this declared but I don't know what happens between now and January 20th right. and and we don't know what happens when the mobilization of Trump supporters which existed obviously in 2016 enough to to vote in in but have not experienced a loss on mass like yes, this yet. Girl. What, with, what with their rifles? What with their you know support yep. of the Second Amendment, which they want so so badly? You don't see a bunch of Biden supporters you know rolling up with our AK-15s. Is that a gun? Maybe it is. And you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> re- ready to yeah, take yeah, to yeah. the streets when we have taken to the streets. The way that we protest is very different, and we've well, been angry and we've been active, but we have not seen what happens when Trump supporters lose. That's what scares me.
0: Me too. I agree with you. Me too. Well, you
3: know, too. My, I, mean, I will
1: abduction say plots. abduction Thank plots you. for the Somebody fucking. Somebody protect yeah. Gretchen. <laughs> at all costs. At all costs. We need her. Yeah. She's she's running the new like progressive model state. Um, I will say, Grace, my dad uh drives around in a beat-up truck with a bumper sticker on it that says armed liberal. And the other day he asked me if he should overnight me a gun. Oh my so, god.
2: I was like, <laughs> I was so- like
1: for I was like dad, that's not you can't send a gun in the mail. <laughs> I don't like I feel like there's rules around this. Uh, but by the, the way, of- I, don't, I
3: don't want to generalize all red states, by the way. And to, Megan, to your point earlier of like the hard work that people have put in uh, in states that have turned red, I just want to give a quick shout out to the Texas Democrats because I, I, I know like I'm from Texas. I know we got a lot of listeners from Texas. They work their fucking asses off yeah. and the results mm-hmm. have been super disappointing. But my God, the way that that group has run it's campaigning and has been so spirited and excited and has rallied so much money and love and support from all over the country, not just from mm-hmm. Texas, needs to be applauded. And you know, yeah. we're going to keep going in Texas as much as we can.
1: Right. Yeah. And then, you know, just just to add, like, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are in red states who yeah. are working really, really hard. And so when we're like, yeah, red states, blah, blah, blah. My critique is not for the people on the ground that are uh, mm-hmm, working mm-hmm. hard and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. against all the odds. Like, people out there canvassing for Doug Jones in Alabama, like, you guys are yeah. fucking saints. Yeah. My, You're my, braver than I am. <laughs> my my anger I mean, my anger is at the Democratic Party for uh, grossly yes. me, misallocating resources toward mm-hmm. the Amy McGrath-Mitch McConnell thing when what they mm-hmm. should have been doing is trying to retain the Doug Jones thing. Alyssa, look, you look like you want to say something.
0: No, no, I just totally agree. I mean, mm-hmm. and also... I might say something a little controversial, but I don't hate Republicans. I just think Donald Trump is a terrible person and that there is a difference between being a Republican and voting Republican and being any Mm -hmm. human and voting for Donald Trump. Yes. And Mm -hmm. that part of what is such a bummer about what's happened is that... The past forty-eight hours, or how twenty-four—I don't know how long it's been—was not a, <laughs> was <years>. not a <laughs> repudiation of Donald Trump's policies. Yeah. It kind mm-hmm. of feels like a repudiation of his personality because mm-hmm. the worst of his supporters have won their seats back.
3: Right, mm-hmm. right? right, and, 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 and oh, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank Guys, you. just yeah. just, just breaking, sometimes. just breaking
1: <laughs> in to say, well, yeah. uh, Caroline is letting us know that it looks like Gary Peters has taken Michigan. That's his. Fucking Gary yeah. Peters. Thank you. Love so Gary cool. Peters. Ooh. Love Gary but, Peters.
4: Well, I, but Alyssa, I totally, it's not controversial, but I think the thing is, I've never really understood this, like voting along a party line, no matter what. Again, I don't, I don't, like, so like, for we'll instance, see, for if the, you're a Republican, once the Republicans get, especially like once they start to gerrymander and try to trick mm-hmm. trick the vote away, you know, to win it. That yeah. means when you're like, okay, y'all not even, you're, you know you ain't shit or else you wouldn't be trying the trickery. Like, mm-hmm, I don't right. get when, to me, it is the kind of mm-hmm. word, like, I don't get why you would be, like, just nowadays because I feel no, like, like how, they are so, they seem to be so callous and they seem to be kind of bullish and, you know, mm-hmm. more so than, like, politicians But it's whole. crazy well, because,
0: like, clearly, Republicans had some sort of issue with Donald Trump as a human. Uh-huh. Right? Because some of yeah. them are like, you know what? Not so much but all of the senators who have done the most horrific things have been mm-hmm. reelected. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that is like where we get to the point where like, no, I'm not going to stop holding you accountable because you are n- not a good, pr- you're not some yeah. like Republican from yesteryear. Who's, right. You know, mm-hmm. just like right. there's a difference. No, this isn't yeah. just a difference. You right. ran on supporting what is worst about him. It just appears some of your party didn't want to hear his tweets every day. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, Cindy McCain is is going to end up being an important factor in Arizona. And, yeah. and we Democrats were able to get Cindy McCain because Donald Trump was so personally mm-hmm. evil uh-huh. to her deceased so right. husband. Like, mm-hmm. it shouldn't take... That, to be able Mm -hmm. to win a state that's obviously very winnable. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Can I just put that, can I just put something out there? Um, And this is just, this might make some people mad, but... um, Cindy McCain and John McCain's love story is like inspirational. It's it is totally like up. it's yeah, like my favorite Miche- lifetime movie. It's like a <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, Robert Redford up close and personal style story. <laughs> like they were together for so long. They were so committed to each other. He had this great career. Like he had, he was a uh, you know he was a war prisoner. And then when he died, she kept fighting for him. Yeah. That is so yes. romantic. It is I, not
0: dissimilar to Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan <laughs> minus war plus astrology. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: should write like a series of Republican Hallmark Hall of Fame stories. Guys, the
0: big I worked at
1: lifetime. Let's do it. I know Let's people. let do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so here
3: for it. Disclaimer
1: it. at the beginning that's like, we're not endorsing everything this person did in their lives, but can we respect the fact that Richard Nixon really loved Pat? You
4: know, like, no, 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 I'm only doing that if in the rewrite slash reboot, they like put some progressive elements. Do you know what I mean? Like when they're talking oh, yeah. about their love, he's being like, honey, I love you so much. If you ever felt the need for an abortion, I would support that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that is the scene I want to write. And then we can put those. Movies
3: speaking off. speaking of love, though, guys, I got to say, I love me some Dr. Jill and Kamala Whoa. and Dog. Let's give yeah. let's give it up for he Doug by the way. I'm ready. I'm the least
0: <laughs> white man. I'm the
3: white man in
1: the office. I just it, do. I'm you ready. know it it's every time I see Michelle and Barack together mm. it's like mm-hmm. refreshing to be like oh it's a public couple that really loves each other. Mm-hmm. You know like uh, authentically. I you see Donald and Melania it's like this woman tried to sign up yeah. for something, got a lot more than she signed up for, and is very mad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see Dr. Jill and Joe Biden after the debates, the way they greeted each other, how happy they were to see each other, even like, you know, Mitt Romney and Ann Romney were another example of like yeah. two people who really, really loved each other. Uh, Kamala and Doug, another couple, like mm-hmm. he's <laughs> smitten. Yeah. I love it. He I is I love is it. the way he her. supports her. Yes. And, yeah. I just love
3: seeing a white man specifically supporting a woman of color at yes, this level. Of is is just something to be to to not overlook. It's it's
4: special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. more rare than than we think. You should come to my house, Grace. It's like I'm like, I'm doing it for my ancestors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Niall vacuumed for me yesterday, I gotta say. I was Yeah, we did it.
1: We didn't really get Delsman. into the into the Kamala of it all because we we have to like end this pretty quick. But like, let's talk a little bit about the fact that it looks like yeah. Yeah. Kamala Harris Ugh. is going to be the vice president of the United States and what that means. <laughs> like, I'm getting emotional so it's not, over it's here. Unreal. It's really special. I like can't believe it. She she's like okay, so. Here's an example. Here's when it when it like got me in the tears. So tears. Um, so my sister has a longtime friend from like college who is like Indian and was raised in Malaysia and stuff, and she's married to a white guy, and they have two kids, and their daughter is like three, and for Halloween they dressed their daughter up as Kamala Harris, and they made a little desk for her to sit behind with like a Biden Harris sign, and she wore the same outfit. And like, had her hair done, it like all shiny and curly the same way. (laughs) And they made a video of her saying, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking in her like little, in her little kid voice. And I'm just thinking, like, man, it is, it's amazing whenever. Little girls and little boys, but little girls especially because there's there's fewer like public figures that, that little that are there for like little girls to look up to. Man, that is so exciting for little girls mm-hmm. that identify with Kamala Harris to have her to look up to. Like the it first
5: is. I, I'm, no, a I'm, it. I'm a big girl. I'm a big girl. And it, like and it, it truly inspires me. Like yeah. it really and, and there's a thirst, you know, like we thought we were mm-hmm. getting this four years ago. And so we've yeah. just been like <laughs> sitting, waiting. And when they throw us Amy Coney Barrett, don't you like her? No, get her out of here. You know what like, <laughs> like, Have her fly away. Like we just, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see what she's going to do because she, yeah. I don't I don't know. I've never been, and you, Alyssa was controversial, so I'll be controversial. I would never really saw, like, when I see, like, a woman in power, regardless of her color, I don't automatically think, like, yay for me. I don't feel a connection to it. Mm-hmm. Just me. I never have, really. And so, but what I do think and hope and what I like about her, even though, you know, she's coming at me with all that prosecution, <laughs> is that... <laughs> I do think she does have a heart and soul. I think she can be reasoned with. I think she is like, she seems like a real one. Like we might be able to get some good stuff out of KK. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like excited. I'm excited about that. But I do know what you mean about children, though, because I saw little baby Kamala costumes and I thought it was the cutest thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, we, ne- we need this win after the death of Black Panther. OK, we <laughs> needed this to come back and after we lost Chadwick. We needed somebody else for the children. Yeah. And so this is good. This is good.
0: Well, and you know what it is to is like, aside from it just being good, there's just like no matter what party that you are there's an entire generation of children who will never know a period of time when a black man couldn't be president when a woman couldn't be in executive office and i just think that like that is exceptional mm-hmm, you know that is yeah. extraordinary because they yeah. won't question things like okay yeah on. i mm-hmm.
1: i got a really i got a really funny text message on my like college girlfriend's group chat which is pretty I'm just going to read it to you guys. Mm-hmm. So one of my friends has an uh, Alyssa, you know, this, uh, cause I think I sent it to you. Yeah. One, one of my friends has a, a daughter. I'll just use her first initial J and J is, I think eight. And she was assigned in school, like a nonfiction, uh, writing or a nonfiction reading like unit. And so she, they were looking for books for, for the J to read. And, um, they asked Jay what kind of a book she wanted. And Jay said, can I get a book that explains why a woman hasn't been president? And she <laughs> oh, was <a> really... <laughs> Eight-year-old Jay was like... Jay. So like, in this like... She had this like, yes. why yes. on earth... Yes. Listen, a I need woman- that book too. Okay. I know. Yeah. Is that and the- I re- would like for it to be a picture book. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, but you know, I think, I think that, you know, you take... If you take a look at whatever, white people are a disaster. We can agree uh, based on what happened. Um, (laughs) But if you take a look at the young people who are voting and who they have to look up to and the kids and the way that the kids feel about who our public figures are. I feel like despite some bad results on Tuesday and into Wednesday, I feel like we have a good reason to be marginally hopeful. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. that is an unfamiliar feeling after, <laughs> you know, these last four years. Um Do any of you have, like, closing thoughts on the 2020 election? Anything you wish you had done differently? Or do you feel like you left it all in the field?
4: I, I just, I guess my closing for such a negative Naomi I've been is, you know, all is not lost. And it's like take a little vacay, rest your little bones, and we're going to get back to it. Because I think that that's another Mm -hmm. part of it, too. Like, it it is a little disappointing, and you do think about all those boots on the ground. Not simply the people who donated money they may not have had, but people who were really out there. And it is frustrating, and it can be Mm -hmm. disheartening, but, like, we always knew this was a long game. This is one step, right? And so it's like... All is not lost. And as you said, you know, there's some great things. Delaware made me happy. And, like, that was exciting. Like, you know, there is, there are good things. And I think also what we should do to help everybody is create, like, a GIF or an audio file of Megan saying, I'm a big girl. I'm a big girl. (laughs) And that would also lift people up.
1: Uh, We should put that in next year's hysteria
4: calendar.
1: (laughs) I'm a big girl. Um, (laughs) Before we close, Grace, I'm sorry to put you on the spot here, but when do you think Texas is going to be blue?
3: Uh, In our lifetimes. Um, I'll tell you what I think it's going to take. But what if I'm going (laughs) to
2: die?
1: (laughs) What if I'm
3: planning on dying in two months? Um, I I think that we are looking at probably uh, 8 to 12 more years. And I also think that it's probably going to take a Latino candidate from the Democratic mm. Party to make Castro. that switch. Castro. You know Castro what? was the I, perfect candidate. I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know in what in what capacity, but I, I, I love I love the Castro brothers myself. But I I, I have to say this as, as a takeaway that's kind of a little related to Texas and also just related to my feelings overall. I don't want Latinos to get divided after this election. It's very important that we remember though we cannot be seen as a monolith we share a lot of uh, really important uh, uh, belief systems and uh, desire to keep our culture alive uh, our respective cultures alive and there's a lot of elements of family and protection that I think we find a lot of unity in and I just want to send that message out because there's a lot of even infighting right now you heard me make a joke about Cubans mm-hmm. in Miami earlier. It's clearly sitting with me by the way that I'm still <laughs> thinking about it like a <laughs> should I have said that. But uh but you know it's like I I don't want to suddenly not uh, trust other Latinos because of this election. So it's important that we not uh divide ourselves. And on the on the other side of things, it's important that Latinos are focused on way more than 8 weeks before an election. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. Happened, yes. mm-hmm. what
5: happened yes, year round. Year round, sir. baby.
3: And you know what that starts with? More Latinos going for positions themselves and elected mm-hmm. office themselves. Mm-hmm, so we, we mm-hmm, need more. Mm-hmm. And so that's that to tie that back to Texas. We need some, uh, some more Latinos running for, for elected office in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Candace yeah. Valenzuela, like, even though yeah. it looks like she's not, she's going to come up short this time. She's got such a promising future. Yes, she really does. She really does want to see more from her. I, yep. I will say just, just so that you feel less bad about making the, the Cubans joke. Um, A.J. Delgado, who in 2016 was a Trump surrogate and who has since dramatically turned, she and I are friendly. And uh, when they were doing like polling of Florida and people were like, the Latino vote, she was, she DM'd me and was like, people don't understand that like other Latinos don't like Cubans. <laughs> so, <laughs> she was Cuban I like and it. told me that. So I was like, okay. That okay that's Okay, that's, So you should feel, feel slightly less bad about it. Also, A.J. Delgado is... <laughs> A surprisingly cool person, given yes. all, all the stuff that she's been through. Okay, I'm guys, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, sanity corner. We, we got to have a sanity corner.
0: Guys, it's been a rough year
1: And welcome back. We have reached the end of the show, but before we leave you, we are going to give you some tips on how we're staying sane during this deeply insane period of time in American history and our own personal lives. So, sanity corner. Um, I can go yes. first, um, just because I, I feel like none of you are prepared. we prepared. Um, <laughs> I'm always
3: prepared. All of you are insane, so... <laughs>
1: um, so, uh, you guys know I you, you guys know I'm a reader. Um some books I like better than others. I have been reading a book this week called When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole, and it is like a gentrification thriller Ooh. set in uh, like a Bed-Stuy type neighborhood in Brooklyn, and it's about like the protagonist is this uh, she's a black woman who's lived in her house her whole life and like that, you know, the neighborhood has been a certain way its whole life. And now like people are coming in and like buying new houses. It's, it's gentrifying, but there's like a kind of scary supernatural element Ooh. to it. Spooky. Like there's a, it's yeah. But what I really love about this is like, you know, a thriller sometimes can, can leave me a little cold because it's written in like baby sentences and And chapters are two you know, two pages long. But what I love about this book is that the protagonist is a sort of takes no shit woman who has just gone through a lot and is very fed up. But she's super funny. She's super unfiltered. She, um, the book is legitimately like laugh out loud in certain parts, even though it's a thriller. And um, it it almost kind of functions as a satire. It's really good. It's a really quick quick read. It kinda of took my mind off the stress of the election over the last couple of days, like when I just needed to, you know, disconnect. It's 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 a really fun read. So I highly highly recommend When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole. It's oh. fun with a cap with a capital
4: F. Um, oh my god, you got me. I'm getting it.
1: It's you yeah, can borrow I'm it I'm, You can borrow it when I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'll be done like tomorrow. So you can borrow. Hey, we <laughs> okay. need to do a
3: hysteria mm-hmm. book club, by the way. At some
1: point. Or like book exchange or something like that for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. Who wants to go next? Megan?
5: I can go next. You know, I would usually pick a sports thing, but it's only football right now. And that is actually bringing me some joy because college football and the NFL is a
0: Total COVID disaster. (laughs) Um,
5: The most famous quarterback in college football has not been able to play for two Sundays. Um, So that, I guess, brings me joy because he's going to be healthy and fine. I'm not a total bitch. (laughs) But I'm going, like, full speed ahead into the holidays like i it is i'm decorating i'm having warm apple cider christmas like i'm it's full i'm on a bullet train with a wreath at the front of it and i am holly jolly i'm a commercial that's the palm tree with the christmas lights that is me in california right now Mm -hmm, mm
3: -hmm, it's mm -hmm. supposed to rain this weekend by the way Ooh, oh Chris. i can't wait oh, i see Christmas-y. i see Naomi with the police just already getting <laughs> snuggled up oh i can't
1: wait i'm <laughs> so sweating Christmas-y. right now so this weekend and the colts are five and two. Uh, Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. you know what <laughs> i've been following the steelers this year which i know you hate but oh, i am yeah. so looking yeah. forward to the Colts steelers game it's gonna be so oh, yeah such a fun football game and i'm not like fully a fan I'm, I'm yeah. like, disconnected enough that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I want this game to You can to
5: text be- me when, yeah, because there's a guy on our team he c- who can do backflips, um, and so <laughs> I got to root for him. Oh, right? yeah, you
1: know? the Ozzie but. Smith of the Colts, for sure. <laughs> um, Grace, you want to go next? I got you. Okay. For the last week,
3: Niall and I have uh, decompressed with a little one-two punch of Pocky, the tasty snack, That is the chocolate covered, like kind of bread breadstick kind of things that I had in childhood and then forgot about and then rediscovered suddenly. Uh, Fucking love, and so we'll have our pocky while we're watching my very first. uh, I guess this is the first sports comedy I've ever liked. Ted Lasso on Apple Plus I've been you guys. hearing it I've been is hearing it's so good and it's so good because it's very funny and it's joyful it's just yes. joyful it's just characters who like each other and who seek love and none of it has to do with an election and it all takes place in England and it's great Ugh. it's just Jason Sudeikis I salute you it is awesome i can't recommend it highly enough um, get Apple Plus if 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 you haven't now's the time
1: <laughs> okay that's that's definitely a good ruck. i yep, was yep. G- i was gonna watch the new mandalorian season but that sounds fun too oh. ted lasso the writing yeah
4: gentle comedy i hear mm-hmm. i like gentle mm-hmm. yeah i like gentle <laughs> um
0: Alyssa, you got one yes well one not exactly my sanity corner but i have been really into the undoing on hbo max it is. I've heard. Oh, really? Well, here, yeah. Like, you guys know that, I mean, I, I, up until March, mostly lived in New York City, and it's very New York City focused, so it's like nostalgia. Um, also, Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman, um, it's murdery. There are twists, like, you see where you think I mean. it's going, but then it goes there in a different way. Um, it is the oh. first thing that distracted me from the news mm. uh, in a while, so that was good. But mostly my sanity corner, I brought it back to my origin story of jam making. And I was very upset yesterday. And I started <laughs> to cry. And you know, like, stone fruit season is over here in the Northeast. Oh, Whoa. I'm so sorry. It's okay, Bummer. because I fucking discovered cranberries. And yesterday, <laughs> I was so <laughs> upset. I, told, I texted Aaron. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm, like, crying. Like, I don't even know how to keep my shit together. And, like, my hubs tried he was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I don't know. And I went to the store and I just got a bunch of fruit and I cut it up and I poured booze in it and I made more jam. And I was like, wow, well, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to can this. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my pH meter out and I'm going to like be Bill Nye of the jam world. And so anyway, I just had to bring it back to, back to basics. And I have been making, uh, I've made four I batches of jam it. in three days.
1: Melissa, Wait. Did, did, did you know that cranberries are a major crop of Wisconsin? I did actually. Yeah, they have. They grow in <laughs> they. They grow in bogs. bogs. They grow in yes. bogs. Yes, and then they yeah. flood the bogs. They grow in, they bogs. Like, Harvest a, the cranberries. They flood the bogs, and the float. berries float up. And it
0: is so weird. It is the weirdest is. fruit. Trying Na- I'm sorry, to Na- cut Naomi, it is so complicated because like I don't like whole cranberry. I like berry <laughs> cut. But anyway. Wait until the Hysteria <laughs> holiday co-host packages are put together because there's some wild <laughs> shit happening in my basement. <laughs> uh, Naomi, you seemed like you had something you wanted to
1: ask. Well,
4: I just had a question because she said she put booze in the fruit, and I was like, is it boozy yes. jam? Or no, you know. booze to...
0: It oh. is, I like to spike my Spartan apple cranberry compote with rare pear brandy. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Oh, my That's the expensive stuff that's just for friends and (laughs) co-hosts.
1: So, like, your breakfast toast could fuck you up.
0: I mean, I cook most of the alcohol out, but Uh, you put a little bit on your oatmeal and you're going to start the day right. (laughs)
4: <laughs> nice.
1: I love it. I'm so, so impressed. impressed.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm so Thank impressed. you, guys.
1: All right, Naomi. You you seem to have your sanity under control, but uh, you know what what helps you?
4: I got two things that I know no one else is going to appreciate. One, if we're talking shows and wrecks, watch. My Hero Academia, great anime, dubbed on Hulu, take me away. You know, it takes me away like Caligon. I've been into anime lately. I'm like, give me a fucking fantasy land where people have powers and I can check out. I love But then also, if you're not an anime head, which I respect and see, have you tried dressing up your pet in outfits? Yes. Because I haven't, I never really did before. And I just felt like this Halloween, like 2020, it was somewhere I was like, I'm buying this dog a dress. And it has really lifted me up to put my dog in outfits. I made her Cinderella for Halloween and it did come with a wig. And I applied that wig. And it was like, so like if you could just do that, anything to just create little, because like the animal clothes are very cheap. Uh Uh-huh. Like eight nine dollars, get her a little dressy piece. Ugh, oh, I'm in heaven. My mother made her something, but it was <gasps> too small. But then we tried. But now she's gonna like re-sew it. And she, oh, cutest little yellow. Does Mabel number. have her own Insta? She does not. Okay. Um, you know, but I I just put her in mind. The thing is that I can't maintain <laughs> another Insta. Uh, I I, a I second hear you. one. Yeah, and it's a lot of it's dumb. And you, you guys all know how I feel about when people pretend to talk uh, like they're animals on social media, <laughs> when they, like, do captions as animals. So. Yeah. Uh.
1: <laughs> um, I, do you have any other future plans for Mabel's outfits? Are you thinking about doing, like, what if you did a whole, like, circa 2001 McQueen show
4: wow Mm. okay that could be great so i bought her a raincoat which you said it was raining i cannot wait to break it out (laughs) i can't wait it's like very cute covered Uh in rubber duckies you know so i'm ready for that and i also you know she's not into the shoes but i'm just like getting her little like just, like, little dresses, little sweaters, like, trying to just give her little just pieces here and there mm-hmm. um, to really just only wear for <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't need them. She's not cold. Well, Naomi, it's she's just-
3: she's going to need a Christmas outfit. She's also going to need a New Year's outfit, you know? And yeah,
4: and maybe maybe you could get a matching one.
3: And a
1: Hanukkah <gasps> outfit. Of course, Hanukkah. Yeah, Hanukkah. Thank outfit yes.
4: you for seeing my home, Erin, yes. my interfaith, interracial home. <laughs> <laughs> interspecies as well so many animals
1: oh you know what you know cats don't like having clothes put on no
4: <laughs> no I tried that I um, tried it Erin
1: yeah they hate it a lot but Eleanor okay so Crooked Media sent yeah. us or sent me a package of like the yeah, election type too. stuff mm-hmm. They had like the stickers and one of the things was like a bandana that was meant to be tied around the neck of a small dog. Our dog is not small.
2: Oh no! He, it, it didn't
1: work. But I did tie it around Eleanor's neck, and she wore it around like a Superman cape, and it looked cool. She had, a, she had a little, little Vote Save America cape. But that is the only outfit that she's ever. Taught. Oh, you mean like this, Naomi? I s- yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. There she is. Yes. Midge I hated outfit. it. Is
0: That Midge. I was like, making clothes. <laughs> she was like, fuck you. And then I tried to put that little bandana on Norm, and he acted like he had one of the cones on his head. He, like, kept hitting his head against the wall. I'm like,
1: fuck, oh. dude. Oh, man. Luca has both a Pittsburgh Steelers and a Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys, And uh, when you put them on him, he acts like ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Like, he assumes, he like, yeah. yeah, yeah, he gets like <laughs> a... He gets, like, a shame stature, and he looks up at you like, I'm, I'm docile right now. I'm. <laughs> but I, I like to think it's because uh, the Steelers are always disappointing, and that's funny to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, great sanity corners, guys. And I, I'm serious. We should do a, a book club. I'm in. I love it. Mm-hmm it'd be yeah it'd be fun what we've spoken it and now it shall be exactly exactly that's how that's how things manifest in this world um <laughs> guys thank you so much for being here i feel me too better so now. much better better i feel better now that we had this conversation Alyssa, thank you naomi thank you grace thank you megan thank you and thank you so much to you guys the listeners um who are amazing, best listeners in the game. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, we appreciate the fuck out of you. And there will be more Hysteria for you next week.
2: <laughs>
1: hysteria is a Crooked Media production. Caroline Rustin is our producer. Our executive producer is me, Aaron Ryan. Alyssa Mastermonico is our co-producer and Brian Semmel is our associate producer. Kyle Seglin is our sound engineer and our editor is Sarah Gibalaska and the folks at Chapter 4. Our digital team is Narmel and Magic Root. Thank you to Juliet Beckstrand for production support every week.